the jolt Go! with Larry Flick on Sirius XM Out Q. Strip it down, down, down. That is new music by Luke Bryan, taken from his brand new album. Is it really two years? <laughs> two years. The new album is called Kill the Lights. It's the follow-up to the uh, album Crash My Party. And Luke Bryan's here in the studio. I'm Larry Flick on Sirius XM LQ. It's good to see you. Thanks, Larry. How are you? Uh, appreciate, uh, appreciate you having me. Thank you. It's nice to have you here. Crash My Party. Woo! Two, year, two years ago? It says in my notes. Yeah, it's, it's a little it's, under two, but yeah, it's been flying, man. It feels like a minute, right? <laughs> no doubt. But you know, it's funny because I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at you thinking, he has got to be very, very pleased with himself on so many levels <laughs> because uh, as a fan, I've been following you from the very, very start. Thank you. Thank it's you. Been, it's been a, quite a road to this moment. Right. And and I was I was actually flashing back to one thing that uh, not a lot of people may remember, but I remember vividly, which was when you uh, agreed to appear on Celebrity Apprentice to have your image redone. Yeah, woo! And they slicked you up. Didn't work well. And you were such a good sport. Yeah, you know, at that point, man, when you're. You know, when you're when you're in the in the infancy of your career, you know, man, you have to make you know, you have to make decisions to get your name out there and do things. And I tell you what, looking back, I mean, that was a fun moment for me. I mean, that was you know, it was a big opportunity to be on the celebrity apprentice. Yeah. And I still I still have fans come up to me that that they they go, We we learned about you on Celebrity Apprentice and we have been following you since then. I remember watching and thinking he had better not change, let them change him because I was a fan before then, and I'm watching and I'm thinking this is really smart, smart to do this show, smart to play along. <laughs> you were real, like I said, you were really good sport. Well, yeah, man, and, I, and it was what it was. And but it, I, I was really happy to see that you were still exactly who you were ten minutes later. Yeah, man, when it was, I, I don't know, it may have been one minute later, but. Uh, <laughs> But man, it, it was a fun experience, and it was kind of my first uh, TV situation. So, um, you know, you, uh, yeah, it was it was totally totally worthy of the time in my career, and and uh, we enjoyed it. Very very cool. So, what did you want to um, accomplish? I mean, I, I mentioned that because that was uh, early days in your career, and you were you were uh, kind of experimenting with different sounds. And when I listened to kill the lights what i still hear is someone who is willing to experiment yeah i mean i think if you ever lose that um that desire to try certainly in music and i think in anything in 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 entertainment you know when you when you remain um kind of um just middle of the road approach i think you're in a you're in a scary spot so with kill the lights you know we we I mean, there's tangibles that I can control to try to get better at, and then there's tangibles that um, that are a little bit out of your control when you make an album. And with this album, you know, we 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 knew that um, we knew we were gonna we we start every album trying to beat our last album, legitimately trying to put together a work of music that's 
better than what we have have done before and uh, we approach it that way and uh, we never you know what's the old saying uh, the definition of insanity is doing the doing two things the same way and expecting a different outcome so we we start changing things and throw in some new ideas like this album we had jody stevens jeff stevens my producer for all my years his son had a um, who's a younger approach come into the mix and we tried that and and uh, even on the track kill the lights is something that's very different for me that you've never heard with that with that kind of um uh, it's almost like a a queen and 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 michael jackson meets kind of a ronnie Millsap type r&b or 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 uh, gosh you know almost no, very, yeah, very. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice blend of ideas and styles, and and it, and what I like about that song, and what I like about a, a number of the songs in this record, is that you you flirt with the edges of what you can get away with, right? And, and still be. But then I can come back with a song like, uh, I mean, "Strip It Down" is a very real song to me. To it's a real moment. Um. And and when and and then to the moon and back is the same way, and then fast are very, yeah, are are, are more, uh, you know, really, kind of indicative of where I am in my life, and and but then you've got a song like, like kill the lights, and then, and then excuse me, like move and moves of like that big party anthem, and kick the dust up started the party off. So, man, it's just about. Um, I mean, after after I had success with Drink a Beer, it kind of taught me that, uh, man, we can go out there and get really, really serious and deep, and then we can come back and have some fun, and then we can go, then we can go show a side of, yeah, love and family, you know, and then just kind of go every go go as many places as your fans will let you. It's a good, it's a good, fully realized album. It's not, it's not a couple singles holding together. Well, thank you. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a good, fully realized album. We're talking about "Kill the Lights" by Luke Bryan, who's visiting here on uh, Sirius XM LQ. I'm Larry Flick. Um, I was noticing because I'm I'm a credits geek. I love <laughs> reading credits. Ever since well, I was that's a little fun. boy, and and I saw you actually uh, wrote with an old old friend of mine, Ross Copperman. Yes, who I remember when I was a a print journalist back at Billboard, he was an alternative singer. And he had a record deal at EMI in Britain, and he was. Doing I a did whole, not know that a about whole, Rock. Uh, he had a lot more hair then too. You should give him a hard time about that. Yeah, he uh, he had this whole other sound, and it's interesting to hear how the two of you found this really cool middle ground. Well, he brought that vibe of strip it down. He brought that to the table. Yeah, to the writing session. It was me and him and John Knight, and we had written a couple songs. And Ross, at the toward the end of the uh, the songwriting uh, day that we had had, um, he goes, "Hey, check this out!" And he brings this this very sexy piano and drum loop thing, and it it just caught my ear. Um, it caught my ear right off the bat. Mm. And it 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 it, it um, anytime that anytime a guy like Ross or they bring in a, a piece of music. That really makes you that takes your mind somewhere, and right when Ross played me that track, I totally went for man. This thing is something very sexy and very. So we started working on strip it down, and so without him doing that, bringing all of his years and knowledge of whatever he did to get him to that moment to where we're in the room together, 
I mean, he knocked it out of the park, and we were able to write some amazing lyrics along with what he had already kind of uh, crafted. So here's something that I'm curious about. You've worked really hard to get to this point, <laughs> really, really hard. And again, I'm a fan, so I've watched the entire journey. Um, once a person gets to that point after the struggles, you want to hold on to it. And yet I'm listening to this record, and I'm hearing – I'm hearing what people would call a, quote, Luke Bryan feel in places, but I am hearing Kill the Lights and, and songs that seem to, like I said, flirt with how far you can go. Well, yeah, I think. And I, so I mean, how do you how do you deal with the part of you? And every every man and woman has a part of them <laughs> who's like, don't want to lose what I've got. Don't want to lose what I got. Yeah, I think it's a very... Um, I think it's a very valid thing to where, you know, man, I've I've built this, you know, I still want to give them me and I won't be able to I want people to be able to hang their hat on that that they know. But then you like I said for your own good though, you've got to stretch it a little bit and yeah. try and push it a little bit. And with um I I think and I talked about things that I can control, you know, I can control getting in the studio and pushing my voice to new places that people may or may not know about yet that I don't even know about yet. I mean, the only way to get in there and, and learn about yourself. I mean, you know, the, the, my vocal performances on my first albums at the time, that's the best I could drum up. That's the best I could do. <laughs> I was trying my ass off then. And, and, I, and, and I was sweating and, 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 and to kill the lights, you know, um, I was doing the same thing, and, and, and I'd taken everything I've learned on the four albums and years of touring to get my voice and learning. I mean, when, even when I moved to Nashville, I still didn't know my voice, and still I learn a little bit about it with every album, and that's fun when we can, you know, uh, you know, three years or four years ago, I couldn't have, uh, I couldn't have uh, knocked, uh, you know, so, sold a, a song like Drink a Beer or even Strip It Down. You know, those are songs that, took years of me learning about my voice and uh but then a song like move or something that's in my wheelhouse man i can step in front of the mic and it's just like it's tailor-made for me razor blade on this album was a new approach for me yeah and i remember um you know i go stand in front of the mic and i'm real real confident i'm like oh yeah this is gonna be awesome well i get in there and i look at jeff and jody and they're you know, they're, you know, I can tell when they're digging what I'm doing and they're not digging it. So I kind of leave the vocal booth and come sit and we talk it out and then I get back in and we have to work. We have to, you know, we've, we've got that comfort level where we can get, you know, we can just keep talking it out and get, get where we need to get. And finally we got there on, on razor blade and I, 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 I start settling into it and understanding the vibe and not and there you go then it's good enough to make an album so so um you know it's always not a home run but when the when when i get those songs like a move or even uh even like kick the dust up i mean you know i just go in there and i'm already like knocking kick the dust up out and, and it feels good so it's it's a fun ride recording albums you know i didn't even you know i didn't understand the dynamics of it all even on my first album but i do now what does it mean to be a country music artist in 2015 um great question um man you know i think country music fans have to believe 
that you are country, that you're a, you're a, you're of that country, um, core and that upbringing of country. Now your music can go a little outside of what maybe people may classify as country. I mean, obviously country is country radio is very, very broad, which is awesome in my opinion. You know, I think the more we can work to where all country artists can not sound the same, and it's guys and girls coming to the party with interesting um, snippets of their country world vocalized to the country audience. But I think the I think at the end of the day, those country fans have to feel that you are truly country, and. Um, for them to have that true connection. And what's amazing to me, man, I, I see man, I see people all the time, you know, they'll kind of downplay a country fan as being um, you know, just a country bumpkin or may not. Man, and it makes me furious because nobody has better instincts of reading people. Well, country fans are the most loyal. And they're loyal to But don't piss one off. Well, don't 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 try to sell them a fake don't try to sell them a fake bag of goods because yeah. they're gonna. But then, how do you? How do, this is a, this is a, a a fascinating line that you have to walk that I don't envy. Uh, <laughs> in that you have to be a you have to be of the people, right? Because the great thing about country music is that you're singing songs about the people. Right. That's what I love about country music. But in order for you to really do it right. You have to kind of hover above everybody because that's where the art comes from. That's where the success comes into play. That's where the touring comes. You have to kind of, it's like this like weird duality. How does that not mess your head up? Well, it, you know, man, I think what's important is, um, I think when country fans, um, I don't know, I don't want to sound like you can't plan it out. I, I didn't plan out to this level to be at this level i just wanted to go make music and people um trust that i'm a country guy and i I see what you're saying you know as your career rises you know um like country and rap are very similar in a lot of aspects because rappers sing about their life to a really really keyed in real situation yeah it's about it's about it's about their life about the street it's about their life but when they blow up and go beyond what their street cred is then they start catching flack because they're not from the hood anymore Boy, because how can you walk you can't walk you can't walk through the streets of oklahoma texas or nashville because you look brian all right well and so country's very which is awesome though you want that compassionate fans and so when i do see a like a hardcore country music fan when they go man we miss the old luke and that you know i'm like well i pro- i have to i have to i'm like i promise you i'm the old luke i pro- there's nothing yeah. different about this guy you know and i think when 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 i'm out on my farm and i post a picture of fish and i got my boys fishing that's you know they're like, oh, yeah, he's still doing his deal fishing. And that's cool. And when they yeah. see me on my hunting shows and when they see me on a Cabela's truck. So that's important pieces. And I still have all that. I mean, I, and, and so it's a tough line, though. It's an interesting thing. And in rap and country are very, yeah. like, you know, they're, they're very, you know, the second they feel that you're selling out in some way, 
they 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 get they don't want you to and i i get it i don't you know um i they have to trust me that i'm not and 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 some yeah. people are just gonna call gonna call it that way either way you know you can't you can't please everybody but the the other thing that's really interesting um that i've been dying to ask you is again we keep calling back to the early days now there's this thing called the luke bryan sound and there are a lot of dudes <laughs> playing the luke bryan sound <laughs> What do you think of that? You know, I don't. Um, and don't pretend that they know Luke Bryan sound, Luke Bryan, because you're not going to get away with that. <laughs> well, it's I, yeah. because if I hear one more person trying to do country girl without calling the country girl, <laughs> it's going to get ugly. I've heard it. You know, <laughs> I, I have heard it, but it's very flattering, and you hope that. Whatever brings you to the dance, this music, is, the, making a living singing is, if you can figure, however you figure out a way to do that, do it. I'm not going to judge, you know, I like, I'm not going to judge you for how you figure out making a living and making your dreams come true in music. So if somebody takes a little bit of something that I did, I mean, I'm not. I've sat here, man. I've I I I watched Chesney. I I did the same thing to an extent too. I think it's the way it's set up. I mean, nobody was a bigger McGraw, and nobody was a studier of the situations than me too. I think you have to be that way. But then at some point too. You have to step out and put your own stamp on it. But man, if the if if that if a little bit of their sound, a little bit of my sound helps them grow from that beginning artist into getting their career going, man, do it. You know, do do what you feel like in your heart. Does that make you push harder when you're experimenting? Well, I think it makes me um it makes me be on try to be on that front edge of something new. And man, you know what? I can, I can try a long time. In one day, it's just not gonna happen for me. It's gonna blatantly where I'm not like where the the new kids coming in, man. They're gonna. It's just gonna flow out of them, and it's gonna be natural, like the way I didn't even realize I was doing it either. And I still feel like I can do that. But at one point, I'm just gonna sound like, you know. There's been 20 years of Luke Bryan, hopefully, <laughs> and and you know, maybe I can reinvent it 20 years later, or, or maybe I'll be in a, or maybe I can just enjoy. I mean, my thing is, man, I just want to enjoy every day, but and then enjoy these new kids coming along and these new cats that are out there fighting it every day and working it every day too. So it's an interesting thing to talk about. I mean, there's a lot of it's been, man. This is an awesome, perfect interview. This well, is thank fun. You. But you know, it's it, but if you think about it, this is where you know the Haggarts come from, the Twitties come from. You know, it, it's it's something about country music that you don't get to trace in pop music as as clearly. Like there's there's a definitely a generational handoff. Well, I think what's amazing about when you start naming when you start naming the Haggards and the Willies and the and the and the Conways, and then you go into the Millsaps and Alabama. These are guys that all equally had 
amazingly like successful careers all on the highest level possible but yeah. they all were different they were all like completely nobody ever did comp <clears throat> they all I mean, had they all had the sound yeah and they all they all had their deal right. and you know some people whether you know however you categorize me in 20 years i don't know you know i'm just proud that maybe i had my deal that people that'll in 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 and that's what it's you know and i believe in what i sell whether people don't like it or not but i i love the way i mean i'm enjoying the way you know you can hear that though i enjoy doing it you can it. hear it because you know i uh, doing what i do for a living for almost 32 years now there are a lot of people who try and most people are chasing after what's already successful so when you say you, you don't mind the people who are doing the Luke Bryan sound to get them in the room, I feel sad for them because most well, of us, but most of us, because most of us can smell that what they're doing is this is going to get me in, as opposed to well, but the sound was your sound well, was shaped on. Well, and I don't on, mean I agree with you, but like I had said that um I'd said that I hope they yeah I hope your, they your can, sound was shaped on your ideas. <laughs> I'm giving you your props, Mister. Yeah, well, I know your well, sound was shaped on your ideas, just like. Chesney sound was shaped on his ideas and yeah. Conway, but you know, it's everything is an outgrowth of another idea and another sound. Yeah, but Chesney's evolvement, like man, when you hear even like his first, uh, you know, like when I close my eyes mm -hmm. and the Tin Man and stuff like that, you know, it got him in the game too. But then he was able to start start really honing in on the Kenny Chesney that we really really know. Yeah, and. uh so it is a, you know, like I said, at some point, you know, you've got to figure out, you know. you got to figure it out pretty quickly. Like when, when we did, like with all my friends say, um, with all my friends say, when that was my first single, man, I, I had that song like not even in the realm of, in the realm of like where I was artistically on that album. I mean, but. I was, man, I had people at my record label kind of steer me to go, man, let's put this out. This is going to get, this is a solid start. This isn't, you know, we didn't pick the most polarizing situation. We picked something that was, you know, kind of safe. And then we did, we rode in trucks and that, that really freaked people out Yeah, and that it didn't go well. And then we went back to country, man, which was really my, it was my flagship song from the beginning and it kept my career going. And, uh, so, you know, and, and, and then after we got through the first album, it was kind of, I was even more ready to put it, get it going in the right direction. So, it's a, you know, it's a, like, a, you know, I guess at the end of the day, I, man, I just, you just always, uh, you always applaud the people that, that find their little niche and, and, uh, but you know, there's, there's also people that have these tremendous careers and, and they're out there, you know, they're out there having hits and enjoying it too. And, you know, I, I think they're comfortable with having a great solid career too. You know, man, every accolade I ever had, my first number one, I could have went, okay, I, I achieved everything I ever wanted, and, you know, my life in country music was made at that first number one. But then, you know, then you win this, and then you sell a platinum album, and then, you, and then but, you know, at each moment, I could have been like, 
Yeah, it's the difference between a recording artist and a and a proper artist. <laughs> Luke Bryan, it's really good to see you. Hey, great interview. Nice Thank talking you. to you. Nice talking to you. The new album by Luke Bryan is called Kill the Lights. Let's listen to that song right now here on Sirius XM Avenue.